Greetings, my name is James Major Burns, and I am your host of The Third Degree with me, James Major Burns. I hope you all are having a lovely day. I hope everyone got to see Shrek the Musical at La Comedia Dinner Theater in Springboro, Ohio, where I'm playing Donkey. And if you didn't, that sucks for you. Also, I will be playing Jimmy Thunder early in Dreamgirls at the Youngstown Playhouse opening September 6th. And remember, follow me on all social sites, James Major Burns. Type in James Major and you should be able to find me. So I'm not going to hold you that long, people. We're gonna get right into this episode. Remember, this is a safe space for myself and others who are creative to share what we have going on between our heads up there in that brain because a lot of times people think they know who we are, they think they know what we're dealing with, and that's just not the case, because life is hard. But here we get to love, share, laugh together. So ladies and gentlemen, today I have with you Grumpy and Little Shrek being played by Grayson Reynolds. Say hello, Grayson. Hello. <laughs> it's just this there. <laughs> How are you today? I am very good, how are you? I am doing well, you know, a little tired after show one. One of the lucky things about most of the kids, except Drew, you only have to do one show on the days we do two, so. Yeah, I'm really grateful for that because it gets really, really tiring, I've heard. Oh yes, I am usually exhausted. And I need you to make sure you're speaking right into that microphone. Whose phone is that? I'll go ahead and turn it off. But um, make sure you're speaking right into this microphone. I'm so excited to have you guys on the episode because one day you're going to be stars and you're going to be like, well, my first interview ever was with Donkey. And they're going to be like, Donkey who? James Major Burns. And they're going to be like, oh, I know him because he's done all of this, hopefully. Whatever the future holds for myself and you all. Yeah. So let's get right into it. How excited were you when you found out that you will be playing Baby Shrek? Um, I was almost literally bouncing off the walls. I mean, when I got the call, my mom and I were just kind of standing in the kitchen and we were like, uh, what's going on? Cause this wasn't like, we, it said no caller ID, but then when we picked up the phone and it said, would you like to be green all summer? It would just, I, it blew my mind that I made it in. Oh, that's but. funny. Would you like to be green all summer? Huh? Yes. <laughs> of course. And how nervous were you when you auditioned? Um, I was really nervous, like I was shaking really bad and when I got out my mom and dad actually had to like take me to get a drink because like I couldn't like, I was just, oof. What kind of drink? <laughs> oh, uh, coffee. Coffee. <laughs> no, Because it's, with it's adults like they're like, wait, drink. There is no underage drinking around here, people, just so we're clear. It's just coffee. <laughs> so I know you have sang in show choir and stuff like th that before, but did you do theater before this? Um, I've real I've been in like kids musicals at my school, but I've never really been in like a big production kind of like how this one is. With adults? Yeah. Okay, so how was your experience being able to be around so many professionals? Because it's in a it's a professional show, so you had to come in. You only had two and a half weeks to get everything down. So how was that for you? Um, I think it was really great. I mean, I learned a lot of things that I would have never guessed happened, like, outside of the theater, but it, it's been a really good opportunity, I feel like. Isn't it fun getting to see what happens behind the scenes versus just sitting in the audience seeing the finished product? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going backstage, and then I'm wondering, like, what are people thinking is actually going on back here while I'm getting ready? 
because it's chaos. It is. It Especially is your first chaos. change. Your first change from uh, Baby Shrek to just the dwarf. Oh, yeah. Which you're grumpy, but no one knows that yet. So you have to run back here, sprint off stage, and you sprint off stage every day, even when you don't yeah. have to, and I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I know you're trying to get out of the way, but you sprint so fast, I'm like, you don't have to come back on until act two, but okay. And I'm glad you get out of the way, because a lot of times people don't. You can get ran over hurt. Yeah. So tell me what's the thing, what did you learn? What's your favorite thing that you learned from this whole experience? Um, I would say the fact that a lot of like, the things that we, uh, like the songs and whatnot that we sing, like if I mess up, I always thought that people were gonna like laugh at me for it because that's how it kind of was like at my school, but people are just, they're making the exact same mistakes that I am. Like I feel like everybody's kind of starting at that beginning spot and it's really nice to know that I'm not just falling behind. Well, that's good. Never be afraid to make a mistake because that's the only way we can improve because and also if you're around a bunch of people who are telling you you sound great when you don't there's no way you'll be able to progress and also at school sometimes school theaters are a little different especially when your school isn't designated for um, creativity or um, what do they call the schools like a school of arts if that's yeah. not the type of school you're at it's kind of just for fun for everybody. Yeah. And even though we're all here to have fun, it's a job for us. So in that aspect, if somebody hears you and you might not sound great or you might be messing up, their first instinct would be to help you or see what they can do to help you or point you into in the direction for someone to help you properly. As for you know maybe the MD with Becky or Aaron who's the um, vocal coach. So I'm glad that you um, said that because I don't want you to ever be discouraged if you hear yourself um, mess up. Also remember, and this is for all of you, even if your voice cracks, that does not make you a bad singer. Sometimes our voice cracks. Now sometimes it's because of a lack of preparation. It could be dehydration, just being tired. You know, we did 50 something shows. We're on like show 44 tonight and I'm tired. But <laughs> we have to do it. And you know that all the audiences deserve the same effort in each show. So even when I'm exhausted or I'm really tired, I always try to go out there and give the audience the top energy that I can give them as I gave the last audience. So what's been your favorite thing outside of like being on stage? What's your favorite thing like backstage? Um, I'd probably say it's how like everybody like kind of just clicks together. It's like everybody in the cast and we all just kind of like have our differences but we set that aside and kind of just like have fun with each other and it's like I've heard from Miss Becky and um uh, and Mr. Aaron and whatnot that like lots of casts don't actually do that and then some people like a lot of people in those casts don't get along very well yeah so I'm really happy that my first show like I get to ha I got to have a really nice experience with a lot of the people and this is kind of rare, I'll let you all know, you're not going to get into many shows or you may not get into many shows where everyone's nice, where everyone wants to help you, where everyone talks to you. You'll get around some people, some professionals who have a routine. They come in, they sit in their space, they clear their heads, they do their job and they leave. But you know, that's their routine. That doesn't make them mean, that doesn't make them a bad person. But sometimes for them, they're just here to work and they're not here to have fun. We got lucky with Shrek because Shrek is a fun show already and we all know it. And it's for adults and kids. To me, what's funny is the jokes that the kids laugh at versus like the jokes that adults laugh at. Because some of the jokes that they put into this show 
are older stories that your parents know. So when they grew up, they have nursery rhymes like, you know, like the three little pigs, like Goldilocks and the three bears, but Goldilocks isn't in it. But you got the big bad wolf, but little red riding hood isn't in it. So they grew up on those stories. So for them, it's this nostalgic feel, feeling, what, you know, kind of makes them feel young again. And then they get to enjoy the same show with their kids. So that's one of the great things. And, and wait, just wait until you get older and you watch Shrek. You're going to be like, wow, I miss that. And I do that with a lot of movies. I'll watch a movie that I haven't watched since I was a child. And I'll be like, wow, that's what's been going on this whole time? So you did make a lot of friends during this process? Oh, yeah. Are you going to miss everyone? Yeah. Kind of? Yeah, there's a few people <laughs> that I'm happy to see going out on this. But Ooh. <laughs> Racing. Who are you gonna miss the most? Um, pro I don't really know. I've, I'm probably I'm pro uh, I'm gonna miss a lot of people, and I think I'm gonna miss them equally because like everybody's had a very distinct impact on me, but it's been equally most important. Well, that is good. I'm glad that they um, sent out the contact sheets in the beginning. That way, you all can keep in contact because I don't know how many of you have your own phones or your social media. But your parents have the contact sheet, so if you want to set up um, a day to go and hang out with some of your new friends, hopefully you all don't live that far away. And also, Zach, who is one of the pigs, he's going to be directing um, a show, which I believe is Suzical. And I think he wants some of you all to audition, so you definitely should audition. He's going to contact your parents. I'm putting that out there first, but I'm just letting you all know that he's doing Suzical, and that's, you know... And this business is not always what you know. It's not always how talented you are. A lot of the times, it's who you know. So it pays to be kind and rewind. No, just kidding. No one's rewinding anything any days. Now with um, DVDs. Have you ever seen a VHS tape, any of you? Okay, just checking because you kind of, one of them have. Okay, well, is there anything you want to say to the cast? Do you want to ask me any questions? Um, not really. I just want to say to people that stay green, I guess. Stay green? You want to tell them you love them? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> love you guys. Love you guys. Do you want to ask me anything? No. No? Just, no. just kind of. <laughs> what did you think of Donkey the first time you met him? Um, like the character or the person? The person. Oh. I've, at first I was kind of like, um, because like in rehearsals you seem kind of quiet, so I was kind of like, oh, okay. And... But then, like, more into the shows and whatnot, you've become more, like, more spoken and, like, a lot, and you've been able to talk to a lot more people. And so I'm kind of seeing the real you now. Oh, yeah. The rehearsal cool. process is straight-up business. I'm there oh, yeah. to make sure I get everything done. And once I have everything down, then I can have fun. But rehearsal process is straight work for me. Well, Grayson Reynolds, it's been lovely having you on. Break a leg for the rest of your process, and I'm going to miss you when we leave. We only have 10 more days after this, and I'm going right back home. I live in Ohio, but I'm four hours away. So, But I'll be watching you all. I'll follow you on social media. When you get social media, you can follow me. That way we can keep in touch, all right? All right. All right, well, you have a nice day. You too. Bye-bye. All right, you cool cats and dogs out there. I always wanted to have my own radio show so I could say, all right, we're back, you cool cats and dogs out there, like the radio personalities, like a hairspray in Greece. Okay, so anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we are back again. And right now, I have with me the wonderful, the talented, the very short, Rain Marie. How are you, Rain? Really good. That's so good. I'm so glad to have you. So I'm just going to go out and say this. There's a lot of 
these kids in the show dress like they're going to the Met Gala and the Oscars like all the time. And some of them are looking around like, who, me? <laughs> I said, some of these kids. But I will tell you this, little Phoebe and you, Rain, you guys are like best dressed. Like the stuff you wear, I can't stop. Like I, my, I cheese, my cheeks hurt so much from like smiling because you guys are so adorable in your dresses. It's just so cute, I can't stand it. But anyway, we're here to talk about theater. So Rain Marie, how has Shrek the Musical been for you? Um, Shrek has been really great. Theater is my home. Sometimes I go to school, I enjoy school a lot, but sometimes I'll need a break. So when I go home, when, my, when the bus drops me off at the driveway, I'm always like, oh man, I'm gonna go to sleep with a really bad mood. But then I remember, oh wait, I have a show today. So, and, then, and after the show, it just makes me go to bed soundly and I'm always going to bed with a big smile on my face. Well, that is good and I'm glad you said that because theater is our escape from the real world. So when, for a lot of people who, um, like the, some of the cast who lives here, they have day jobs still. So they have to go home, get up and go to work and then they have to come here at night for the days where we don't have shows in the morning or they work all day on all of our days off. So for them, it's a big escape for them to go to work because we have to pay the bills, but then they come here and they get paid. But it's this huge escape to where you can come and do something that you love, something you're passionate about. And not a lot of people get to do what they love. Not a, a lot of people get to do their passion, especially as a job. So we're very lucky and I'm very thankful to be able to have these opportunities. And I'm so happy that you all get to experience this at such a young age. I didn't start doing theater until I was 20. So I was an old guy. Mm, I see the look on some of your faces. Hey, you'll be 20 someday, all right? And I'll be 40. <laughs> but anyways, Rain, you've done a lot of shows. And you're also signed to Landrum Arts LA Talent Agency. So how long have you been signed with them? Um, I'd say maybe about two years. I'm not maybe very sure. Maybe about two years. So what all type of things do you do with them? So singing, dancing, a little bit of acting? Yeah, mostly acting. Any modeling? Um, I did do modeling when I went to Texas Expo, modeling and talent. We modeled, sang, monologues, that kind of thing. And then after that, Landrum Arts discovered me and Ooh. I've been with them. And so you're a jack of all trades, huh? You can do all of this. So what is your favorite thing to do? Do you like to sing more, act more, dance more? More. Probably more singing, yeah. More singing? What's your favorite song to sing? Taylor the Latte Boy, <laughs> right now. What is that from? Whose song is that? Um, well, Christian Chenoweth sang it, and I just fell in love, and I was just start singing it. And well, she's hilarious, so that's a good person to like look yeah. up to. Who is your favorite actress? Um, probably, yeah, Christian Chenoweth. I didn't meet her, but I was in New York City a few years back and I was walking down the street with some of my friends and I saw this mural on the side of the building they had the people who were in the show and Kristen was one of the people so I'm just walking by and I just looked to my left and I was like hey I said Kristen and she looked at me and I yelled to my friends one of my friends at the time was a huge fan of hers and I was like hey there's Kristen right there and she like came back and she said hello to us and stuff but she literally was your height 
Like, when I tell you she is so small in person, like, she was so small. If I would have blinked, I would have missed her. But she is so talented. And she's so small, but she has a huge voice. So what they say, big things come in small packages. So never let being short or what you look like de de defer you from what you want to do. So what's the favorite thing you've enjoyed the most about Shrek the Musical? Probably making all the new friends. I mean, like I said, I really need a big break when I have a hard day at school. So when I just come on the first day of rehearsals or whatever, I'm just shy. But then when I see someone that really looks lonely or something like that, I just go up to them and I try to make friends. It's sort of like I do that in school too, so. No, you gotta, you kinda gotta keep your guards up. You gotta just fill people out sometimes because you know, not everybody vibes the same way. You yeah. know, we all can be friends, but there's always gonna be like somebody who you kinda bond with a little bit more because of our personalities or because of, of the things we're interested in. Like if I like math a lot and somebody else likes uh, history, we can get along, but I'm probably gonna get along more with the person who likes math, maybe because we have that in common, maybe because we get excited the same way. So it's no problem when you have to, you know, like fill the area out. So what are you gonna miss the most? Is it gonna be your friends that you made? Yeah. What's your favorite scene in the show? I really like the finale where Princess Fiona and Shrek are just making their song together, like, I've waited all my life. That's just my favorite I song. I know, that's right. You, <laughs> you better sing. Uh, that, I don't know what my favorite, you know what, my favorite scene probably is Forever because I get to just get carted around and I love the dragon singing, like she's amazing. And Sarah will be on my podcast on Monday. So is there anything you wanna say to the cast that you want them to know before the end of our run? We only have, what, 11 more shows to do. Have you ever done a show this long? Um, No, I don't think so. No, this is the first time? Ooh, so you got to do about Wait, if we only have 50 shows, you got to do 20-something shows. How has that been for you? Has it been a little tiring? Yeah, I really like the evening shows the most because at the matinees, when you open the door to leave, it's just like, wow. Right, it's super bright. <laughs> it's super hot still. I'm like, oh. Every day I walk to that back door, I'm like, oh, okay, it's not 100 degrees. And, you know, I'm already in a donkey costume, so you know I'm, like, sweating, and I smell like a small animal. But it's all worth it. So again, do you want to say anything to the cast? Do you want to tell them you love them? Do you have anything coming up after this that you know about? Um, I'm in Kivi, where I play Motel, a Jewish boy, and... Ooh. Um, do you know where that is? I think it's in... No, I actually don't know. That is fine. We'll get that information so I can let the people know, okay? All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been James Major Burns and Rain Marie. Say bye to the people. Bye. Bye. Dun, 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 dun. And we're back. And I probably shouldn't sing that song because I don't own the rights to it. But hey, it's a small podcast and nobody's out here checking for me. But anyway, let's get right back into this. Ladies and gentlemen, we have with us 
Aaliyah Bailey. Say hi, Aaliyah. Hello, everybody. How are you? Good. Oh, you look so cute in your little orange little dress. <laughs> so we're going to get right into this. Shrek the musical. Where were you when you found out, found out that you were going to be in the show? Um, well, I was on my trampoline, actually. I was listening to the soundtrack of Hamilton. I know and that's right. <laughs> my mom just came outside, and we actually thought that I wasn't in the show because it was like three weeks after. So, and... I, it took them five <laughs> weeks to tell me, so three weeks would have been nice. <laughs> yeah. And so, Miss Chris, she was talking about on the phone, she was like, oh, yeah... Aaliyah, she's um, in the show. And I was like, maybe they just, like, forgot to do it. But then I realized other people got it way later. Mm -hmm. So they probably didn't forget to do it. But, yeah, yeah, it just probably depends on the process, depending on how many kids they thought they were going to have in the show. And then you guys had, um, they had two kids cast. So it might have depended on how they were choosing the kids. But as long as you got that call. So when your mom told you, how excited were you? Um, well, I was pretty excited. I was on the trampoline, so I could just jump around and get you, all my excitement out. You were out. already on the trampoline yeah. and having a good time, so it's just like, what did you do, like jump higher and jump out of the trampoline? Yeah, I kind of just kept listening to music, and that's what I do a lot. I just like sit on the trampoline, listen to music. Do you it's, jump and sing? Yeah, but it's kind of hard because I have like earbuds in, it's like, uh, yeah, everywhere. You know, that would be great um, exercise. Yeah. Jumping and singing, because singing <laughs> and dancing is really hard. I'm sure you all know that and have found that out yes. the more you do it. It pays to be in shape because you can get really tired, and people will hear that. And I'm sure you've heard people sing and get tired before. Yeah. So this is not your first musical, right? No. I have been in three other shows here. And what are those shows? Well, when I was, like, six years old, I was in The Wizard of Oz, and I was one of the Lullaby League girls. Mm. And then I was in Timeless Memories of Christmas, which the director wrote, Crisp. Um, Visor. Visor. There we go. <laughs> and then after that, I was in The Color Purple, and which. you played. Oh, well, I was just a child, were I you, guess. You were just one of the kids? I was just one of the kids. Okay, because I thought you said, um, I thought someone told me you played Young Silly. Well, I was going to, but, um, so it's a funny story. Well, so I'd like to hear it, come on. What happened was there were, uh, there was another girl who was supposed to be my double, but she, she didn't want to be in it, apparently. I think she just got, like, too overwhelmed. Aww. And so... She was like, no, I can't do this. So then it was just me. And so I was the only little girl in that entire cast. There were two teenagers and the rest were adults. And then I was just a little girl. Really? Yeah. So how was that being the only kid in the show? Um, well, I didn't really, I felt like everybody else was like on the same page as me. I don't think anybody was like, oh, she's a child. Like she can't talk to us or yeah, anything like that. Because you're a professional. Nonetheless, <laughs> let them know. You're a professional. You're here to get the job done. And I'm sure you were great. So, yeah, it was really fun because um, but the last show of The Color Purple was very sad because I just I loved everybody there. It was so fun. And the show, have you ever seen the movie? Um, I saw like half of it. <laughs> it's pretty long. It's a pretty yeah. long movie, but I absolutely love The Color Purple. Um, the movie, it's a huge staple in our community. And Whoopi Goldberg 
played silly. I don't know if y'all know who Whoopi Goldberg is, but now she's on The View. But she used to be a big actress. You ever seen Sister Act? Yes, I have seen Sister have Act. Have you ever heard of Sister Act? It's a musical also, but she was in the movie, and she helped produce the show, actually. You know Cynthia Erivo? Yes. So she also played um, Dolores Van Cartier in Sister Act before she played Silly. And I actually saw The Color Purple on Broadway, and I got to meet Cynthia. And she's probably your height. She is short, but she is muscular. She is strong, and you know she has a great voice. I actually just auditioned for The Color Purple, the national tour. So fingers crossed and hooves up that I can get that. And then I'll be talking to y'all from the tour bus. But um, so what's been your favorite part of this whole process? Um, I think I liked the rehearsal process a lot because I feel like it was more like, I feel like it was, I don't want to say less work, even though it was more work, but like, Probably less work for you guys. What do you have, like three or four scenes? Well, yeah, during the rehearsal process, we were usually like outside practicing the dances for like Story of My Life or Freak Flag or any song like that. Also, they had food. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they and have it back here. Food is always good. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and also, we got to like see each other and like kind of hang out a little bit more. When yeah. we get here now, you we got to get right in, we go eat and then it's time to do the show. But yeah. during the rehearsal process, this, there were like more times for you to like talk and hang out with your friends. Yeah. So do you have a favorite scene in the show? Um, I think, well, my favorite song in the show is probably Forever, but my favorite scene is probably, my favorite scene is probably um, the one where they sing, I think I got you beat. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> that's a funny scene. But yeah. I'll tell you what, that scene is not fun for me. I just have to stand there. And when I'm not moving and those lights are just like, you can, I can hear the lights. It's just like, like just sizzling my skin. I'm so hot. I'm sweating so badly. And I just want to get out of there. But that scene is hilarious. And it's so funny when they start doing the farts and everything. The funniest <laughs> line is in the whole process of that for me is when, Fiona yells, pull my finger. <laughs> Could you know how? Like, my uncles used to do that to me. They would, like, pull my finger, and then they would fart. And I'll be like, ew. But it's pretty funny. So what are you going to, I think I asked you what you're going to miss the most. Um, is there anything you want to say to the cast? Any wishes you want to wish anyone? Do you want to tell them you love them? Um, well, I wish everybody in the cast good luck with their career. Hopefully it is going in good places because... Everyone here is very talented, and I just wish you good luck. Now, how, did you learn a lot from this um, process? Yes, I learned that, like, shows isn't just, like, a whole bunch of fun. I mean, it is really fun, but, like, yes. it's also very hard work when it comes to, like, you have to, like, this day you have a show, this day you have a show. And I know it's even harder for the adults because they have two shows a day, and... But it's also kind of hard for the kids because they have to keep track of like morning show, night show. Is right. This, yeah. And then the days where you like kind of switched out. Yeah. And because it's a different vibe, like when you're so used to how you and somebody else do something, then you get switched and now you're with everybody else who are the same characters, but it's just yeah. a different way they do it. Even if it's just the way like you all dance with each other and kind of have fun. If you're yeah. with somebody else, you don't know what they're going to do. Um, with Rain's double, Aubrey, 
when she was here one day, and it was kind of confusing because she was like in the spots that I'm usually in, and so it was like, wait, I'm I don't know like where we're going. Right, and sometimes that can be a little scary, and it can be dangerous because you don't want to hurt anyone. Yeah, you're always worried about like spacing is one of the hardest things. Yeah. Making sure you're not stepping on anyone, making sure you're not in any one spot. So I'm glad you said that. That was, um, And I'm glad that you noticed that, and it's very smart. So what do you want your future to be with theater? Um, well, I don't only want to be like an actress. I also want to be like a singer. I mean, both. You Jennifer can do Hudson. <laughs> I do it all. I mean, listen, I have my own podcast. I write my own songs. I'm going to be performing when I get back home. I'm singing at a wedding, and I'm, I'm going to sing at um, a Pride in Akron. So I'm going to sing covers of songs, and I'm going to sing my own original songs. Anything that's going to pay the bills, you know? Yeah. But that's good. Make sure you keep those goals because you can achieve them. And I'm 28, and I started later in life, but you guys are starting so early. And I know you're kids, but you're, in, you're going to be the ones in control of your destiny and your um, your future of your careers. So even when people are asking you, they'll be like, you should do this. Think about what makes you happy and think about what you all want to do. Because again, this is your career. You don't want to be like those Disney stars who just go crazy when they get older because they're like, this is not what I want to do. Well, you shouldn't have said you wanted to do it. But again, you all have like very nice parents that I've met. So it seems like they're definitely in the passenger seat and very, what word do I want to use? very good at being a teammate versus just telling you what to do. So that's good to have, and you have lovely parents. But that is our time, so tell the people you love them and tell them goodbye, because we're gonna end pretty soon. Goodbye, everybody. This has been James Major Burns and Aaliyah Bailey. Bye-bye. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. It is me, James Major Burns, but I'm sure you knew that already. I have with me a little lady by the name of Riley Griffin. Hi, Riley. Hello. How are you today? Good. How are you? You look fabulous. Thank you. You I, too. Thank you. I love your dress. So let's get right into this. How has Shrek the Musical been for you this whole process? It's been good. It's been like a really amazing process. So ha like, have you done much theater before this? Yes. So where have you done your theater at? Um, I did one show at Southern State College, Ooh. and I do most of my shows at this place in Bainbridge called the Paxman Theater. They okay. have like a theater camp, and then they do like a kid's junior show there each summer. So, are you more of a singer, dancer, or an actress? Actress. Actress? Okay. I'm definitely feeling that right now. <laughs> and I haven't gotten to speak to most of the kids a lot because I'm usually in my dressing room trying to dry off. If you haven't noticed, because Donkey is wet. Donkey's always wet. Donkey is wet right now. He has the fans going on him. And pretty soon I'm going to go set him outside and hopefully he can get, you know, sunbathed for like 10 minutes. And that usually does the job. So, what has been your favorite part about this whole experience? Mostly just finding other kids who are like into the same things I like and stuff. At your school, do you have many people who um, sing or do theater? Not really. So that is definitely a good thing. I'm glad you mentioned that because it can make you feel kind of like an outcast. And there's a lot of people who laugh at what we do. Yeah. And to me, it's funny because they go home and watch TV of exactly what we do. Like they think it's funny, but a lot of the times they're laughing because they, they are too nervous to do it themselves. 
even the kids who want to do it, even the adults who want to do it. They, one of the biggest things people will say that is a fear for them is stage fright. Whether it's just speaking, and it doesn't have to be in a setting where you're on stage in front of hundreds of people. It can be in front of 10 people as far as school when you have to get up and speak in front of a classroom because literally everyone's eyes are on you waiting to judge everything you say and everything you do. And I, I think theater is funny in that way because it's like in life, you don't really want to be judged. You're like, I just want to be me. I'm just, I don't want anyone to just judge me. But in theater, that's exactly what we sign up for. Like, we want to know what people think. Like, hey, what'd you think? Hopefully, they thought it was good. Yeah. But sometimes, it cannot be good. So, I'm sure you've made a lot of friends in the cast. Mm -hmm. What does that mean to you? Um, I'm just, most of my friends, they seem to think that I'm like strange because I like different stuff from them, but having all these kids who like, they like, like the same stuff as I do, it's just nice to know that we're on the same page. And it's, they understand you. Yeah. And I'm glad because that's important to feel not just included, but to feel like you're, like you're not alone. I always say there's billions of people on the earth, so somebody's always going to be experiencing something that you are, and it's great to have people who can relate to you. Like you said, you feel like you're weird, but now you all could be little weirdos together. <laughs> so what's like your favorite scene in the whole show? Um, my favorite song is Forever, and my favorite scene is also the dragon scene, because I just like the lights and the setting. And Isn't it beautiful? It's yeah. so fun. I wish I could see it. And luckily, you all don't have to do both shows, so you were able to come and see the show. How was that from being on stage and then being in the audience to see the show? Well, I came here to see shows before, and I always thought these people look so professional. I wonder what it's like. And the thing is, I know I'm a professional, but I don't feel like a professional. I still feel like just like a little kid, you know? Why don't you feel like a professional? Because I've always just done like community theater and all this stuff and just being in like a professional setting it's just kind of cool and strange because these are professionals. And you are a professional. Did you know at the time when you were doing all of these theater shows whether it's at a big or small did you know that that was preparing you for this? Um, I always knew, but some shows, like when you're just in the ensemble and when you're like much younger, it's just kind of you're doing it for fun, but as you get more older, it's kind of more serious to you. I definitely understand that, and I do think a lot of times people don't appreciate being in the ensemble, but the ensemble is a very important part of the show. Pinocchio couldn't do his songs without the rest of the ensemble. If it was just Pinocchio singing Story of My Life, it would, it would be good, but without the rest of the characters there to make it a full story, to get the full visual, it would be such a different story. Even with some of the scenes, like the, um, the dragon scene, if it was just me and the dragon, it would be good, it would be okay. We'd sing, we'd sound well. But without the four knights to start the scene off with me and them all saying those little crazy things with their beards and their little funny hats, and then them pushing me around, it wouldn't be the same scene. So a lot of times people don't understand how important it is to be in the ensemble. Also, that's where the money is. When you get older, you'll realize those will be the jobs that get you paid and keep you working is the ensemble roles. And they're a lot of fun. Like I don't get to dance, but in like the last number, the finale song, but besides that, you guys get to dance in all of the ensemble numbers. And there's a lot more shows to where the person who's the lead 
might have like four scenes and the ensemble might be in eight or more depending on where you are. And I think it's a place where you can learn a lot also. So I always remember how important the ensemble is. To me, the ensemble is all together. It's like that fifth character. It's like a main character together. It brings the show together. So what's the biggest thing you did learn from this process? Um, mostly like, like another kid said, it's not all about having fun. It's also about like learning from the experience for future shows and working hard because you may not have like another opportunity to do this for a while. I know, and you can't take it for granted. Like you said, you might not have, an, you don't know when your next show could be. We don't know like what's gonna happen after that because you know tomorrow isn't promised, but it's always great to make sure you live in your best life every day, giving your most and your 100% effort because the audience deserves it too. Just like when you go see a show, you won't want to go see a show and there's the one time you come, everybody's kind of like slacking and you're like, well, what's going on? And it's because they're tired. And we understand that they're tired, but we still expect a great show because that's why we're there. The audience is there to escape from reality and have a good time. They don't want to worry about paying bills when they come. They don't want to worry about any of those things. And just like us, when we come to the stage, I'm not worried about paying my car note and all of these other bills and whatever. I'm just here to enjoy myself. It's my job. But just like when um, I think Aaliyah was saying, it's like rehearsal process was you get the work done. And once you get all the work done, that's when you can start having fun. You still have a job to do, but you can have more fun with it. So are there any last words you want to give your castmates before we exit? Because we have 10 more shows after <laughs> today. Um, I just want to say good luck to all of them, and thank you for being so kind. Oh, is there anything that you have coming up after this that you know of? Um, I know that Southern State College that I did a show at, they're doing the Diary of Anne Frank, and I'm going to audition for it. You should. <laughs> and you make sure, I'll make sure that your parents keep you all in touch with me so I can see how you all are doing in the future. I'd love to follow you all on your social medias, and you can follow me on mine. So... This has been James Major Burns and Riley Griffin. Say bye-bye, Riley. Bye. Alrighty, bye-bye, guys. <laughs> Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. We are here with our young Fiona. One of our young Fionas, Phoebe Kettler. How are you today, Phoebe? I'm really good. That is good to hear. So, Phoebe, you have been, like, one of the kids that has a lot of fun from like the jump and your mom has talked to us also like you're one of the kids that her your parent was there for a lot of the rehearsal process so we actually will stand outside and talk to your mom along with Aaliyah's mom like I got to know your parents way before the whole process so mm -hmm. I was just like hey y'all how y'all doing just having a great time yeah so how has this process been for you it's been really fun because like, when I do my acting, uh, it feels like I'm, like, my dream is to be on Broadway. Yes. And so it feels like I am, like, a few, uh, like a few steps back from Broadway. So it feels like I'm alive and trying to get out my voice. I wouldn't voice. even say a few steps back. I would say on the road to Broadway. Mm -hmm. Because this right now is a taste of Broadway. And that's usually a lot of our goals. And there's the, the road to Broadway could be a long road, but it can be a very successful one also. Mm -hmm. So remember that. Even if we never get there, you also you can always be a great performer. And it's always about 
making sure that like, those people in the audience are happy and pleased with your performance. And I'm sure that they are because you do such a great job. Thank you. I know it's today. And your little duckling, what I was going to say about all of you guys is I've noticed some of the changes that you've made from the start to now and how much that you've been paying attention. And with you all being kids, I know a lot of times people can just be like, oh, we're their kids. That's what kids do. But I've noticed how much it means to you and how hard that you work, especially in the dances at the end. I can see it. You're like working hard. You're like, oh, let me get this move. All right, you're going to turn here. And it's so fun. I just stand in the, um, on the side in the wing and just smile the whole time. I'm like, Oh my gosh, look at these kids. I can't stand it. You're all so stinking cute. I can't stand it. But you're growing up, so let me just stop. You know, you're you're gonna be a young adult soon, so I can't keep looking at you like that. But um, what's been your favorite thing to do in the show? My favorite thing is like um like the singing and the acting because it feels like when I'm also dancing it it feels like I'm doing like a really good job because I'm with my cast and um, even if I do mess up, I'm n probably nobody would notice at least, but if um, I mess up, then it's fine. But um, since my cast is there for me, they'll probably notice it, but they won't judge me about it. That, and that's really good to have a cast that will pick you up versus knocking you down. Oh, yeah. And always remember that. you, And even for yourself, a lot of times it's going to end up, you'll be the one having to pick yourself up. Mm -hmm. And remember not to beat yourself down because it's really easy for us to do that as actors. We'll always be our worst, you know, our own worst critics. So just remember that with everything in this growing process, there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs. But keep your mind focused on the goals that you want because you can achieve them. Just mm -hmm. look at what you've all done so far. How many did you know that you'll be able to do this many shows? Did you know you'd be able to sing the way you're singing and perform the way you are? I didn't think I would get the part at first. No? Because, um, well, it's actually a really, really funny story. Because my mom was in the uh, doctor, and uh, so somebody calls her, and she she's like, eh, it's probably nobody. So she doesn't answer it. And um, so my dad was um, uh, taking pictures of the house, and that's where he was. And she's like, oh, no, there's something wrong. So she actually answers it, and then she picks up the phone, and she's like, hello? And... So after they told her I got the part, she was like screaming in the hospital because uh, oh, I can like, just imagine <laughs> everybody would like uh, the doctor. Um, she came in and said, did she get the part? And she's like, yes. And so when she got home, she's like, Phoebe, come here for a second. And I'm like, oh, no. And um. So after that, um, when I picked up the phone, I said, hello. And she just told me I've got the part. And I was like, what? What? How excited were you? Oh, from 1 to 10, a 10. Oh, I'm sure. So yeah. was this your first musical? Yes, but I've been in like a school play before. It was very very like a short play it was three little short plays okay I was, it, it was in first grade i was uh the magician 
Okay, Magic so Wanda. this was your first experience in a full musical production. Yeah. And also, you're older now. You you understand more of what's going on. Uh-huh. And you've done a very good job. When we were talking to your mom about it, you've done a very good job. Thank and again, you. you all have been, what's the most interesting thing and the thing I love the most is how you've all been willing to learn and wanting to do better each time. Like I said, I've seen you make choices like when you flap your wings as a little duckling. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, look at her making those choices, even with your singing. And then you even got sick for a minute and you were in the hospital, yeah. but you came back that next week. I know you were like, Psh, get these things out of my arms. I have a show to do. And I'm pretty sure you wanted to be here at the time, but oh. you had yeah. to get, you know, you had to make sure that your health was at 100%. Mm -hmm. You all remember that. You have to take care of yourselves. Throughout this whole process, there's a lot of us that had gotten sick. And I'm sure you know backstage. And there's days where I didn't think they would ha even be able to go on because of how sick they were. But they know how to nurse themselves properly to be able to get the job done. And this will... This type of job, it's the summer, it's really hot when wearing these costumes. You gotta make sure you stay hydrated. Oh yeah. You gotta make sure you take care of yourself. Always make sure you're taking care of yourself physically and mentally. Especially mentally because this show and this business can really break you down. Mm -hmm. And again, we're our own worst critics, but we're gonna run into some people who are gonna tell you that you're garbage. This is not the job for you. I have a friend who's been on national tours and Broadway, and someone told him at one point that he looked old and he needed to hang it up. And those type of things can break certain people and cause them to never go out for something like this again. So I just want you all to remember to stay focused and believe in yourself. <laughs> Always believe in yourselves and make sure you have a great support system and you guys have great families and I know that your support system is so loving like being able to meet your parents being able to talk to them outside of this so like through the emails and on social media it lets me know and it makes me happy that you have people like that behind you to help you get to where you want to get mm -hmm. so where do you want theater to take you well I'm heading to do more shows here and then when... Are you auditioning for Elf? Yes, I Are am. Are you all auditioning for Elf? I have to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, you all, whoever can should. Um, because why we're trying out for Elf because is because I am going to be homeschooled, so we can, uh, like, I can be more there, and I don't have to... So you can work on your craft more. Yeah. I... I love that idea, especially for you. And I think homes, I, well, I think that kids need to be taught differently. We all don't learn and interpret things the same way. So for me, when I was growing up and I was in school, they're like, you talk too much. Stay in your seat. But I couldn't sit, I didn't want to sit down. I'm like, I don't want to sit down. Why are we sitting here? It's cold in the classroom. I don't want to sit in this classroom the whole time. I want to be up. I, I want to talk. So somebody should have thrown me in, in a dance class or like a singing lesson or something. Meanwhile, you've been told like, you know, or you're just being bad. You're being insubordinate. You're not listening. But it's just like this side of me, this creative side of me that can't sit down. I don't want to sit down. Or yes, I have something to say. Or I notice that every time I say something, people are laughing. So I'm just like, oh, if I keep talking, they're going to like this. So I just wish that at some point somebody realized that he's entertaining and he's trying to be entertaining for them. So maybe he should be in this type of environment 
for himself so he can better himself. Or maybe he can learn more from being around more people like this. And it's good, again, like I think you guys have parents who understand that. And I think the newer generations are filled with more people like that, especially like, you know, now that my generation, we're becoming the parents, I just see it more. And I'm just very happy to see that with you in this cast. Like the cast, the kids have been lovely. I wish I could have spent more time with you, but because of donkeys sweating to death half of the time, I have to be under a fan, you know, 98% of the time. But we have 10 more days, we have, however many more shows, and we're going to make the best of them. So what do you want to say to your castmates? Um, well, okay. So the cast has been, like, very, very helpful and careful. And one time when uh, I was, like, feeling really, like, really not into it, Sydney kind of helped me like if you need anything just ask me and uh, a lot of my friends are like really really helpful and um kendall helps me get my costume on really quickly and uh, she's really nice and all the cast is lovely well i'm glad you feel that way i'm so happy that you all have great things to say about each other mm -hmm. and it's so genuine and it's so nice i hope you guys keep this positive energy as you continue to do theater even when you run into people who aren't going to be nice who are going to be mean or just like i said earlier sometimes people just like to do their own thing and that's okay if they want to just do their own thing and they don't want to be a part of like the family vibe or family feel that's okay that's how you know we're all different we do things differently but you make sure you stay who you are and don't change just because of the people around you or your environment. You have to continue to be who you want to be and not what others want to see. Mm -hmm. And on that note, we're gonna end the podcast. I'm so happy. And you all can thank Drew for doing the episode with the kids because he gave me the idea because he was asking me all of these questions. He was like, do you do kids on your show? I was like, no, but I'm thinking about it, why? <laughs> What do you want to talk about? And he just started telling me about all of his goals. And then it just made me think about it again. Like, the kids are the future of theater. You know? You guys, like Gracie. One day, Gracie's going to be running this place. <laughs> and what? you never know. You might come back here and work. You might come back here and be on the stage, behind the scenes. You'll figure out your love for it on stage and behind the stage as you, as you grow. And it's, you'll get a great understanding from being behind the scenes also. So I just want to thank you all so much. If you all want to gather around the mic so you can just say bye to the people. Say bye to the people, everybody. Bye! All right, this has been The Third Degree with James Major Burns and the children. Have a nice day.